street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Howdy. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm good. How was yeah. your walk? Oh, it was great. Yeah? Great. That's good. Got out here a little earlier today, but it was cooler, so. Yeah? I'm trying to get out here earlier. It's smart to come early and get it done with, you know, before it gets too before it gets too hot. Yeah. I have some ice water here. Can I offer you one? No, I just finished my water. I got some in the truck. Oh, okay. We're going, we're going to stretch out. Are you with somebody right now? I didn't see you oh, come up. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's doing a bathroom break. Yeah. What, what you up to? I'm interviewing strangers for five minutes. Oh, okay. We pick a belief that you're sure is true, and I ask questions to figure out how you could be so sure. Oh, that it's, sounds pretty interesting. It is, yeah. People usually will pick, they tend to pick supernatural stuff, so they think a ghost exists or karma is real. Oh, I don't, I don't believe in that. A lot of people will pick that they think a god exists, or they pray to a god. There's a God watching out for them, or they experienced a miracle. It doesn't really matter what belief you choose, uh -huh. but when it's a profound one that impacts your behavior even, you find that you're actually behaving differently because you think that this thing is true. Oh, yeah. Those are the interesting talks. Huh. And I just time it for five minutes. You want to do a short little fiver? Yeah, I'm in. I got five minutes. Cool. I'm Anthony. And James. James, nice to meet yeah. you. All right. You doing you doing this for school, college? It's PhD, I, ca I call it a hobby. Where did my marker go? I think I dropped it. Um, I've been doing it for no, it's a hobby that I've been doing for about five years. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna work without a net. I don't have my my marker handy. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. No, it's 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 something called street epistemology. We uh, say that again. Street epistemology. Oh, okay, okay. Have you heard of it? No, no, but okay. I'll probably look it up. Yeah, you know? Google it. It's really interesting. It's a very Socratic dialogue that helps people contemplate how they formed these beliefs and did they use a reliable method. I think most, most beliefs are just, uh, my beliefs, I guess, is just formed by my parents or my mother. Or, mm -hmm. You know, like you were talking about God. Mm. Uh, that's just how you was raised. Mm -hmm. If someone wasn't raised in that, I can see. Now, I've, I graduated from a Baptist university. Mm. So I can see how people that don't believe in God, we just use that example today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't believe in God, maybe they wasn't, haven't been introduced to that. And they don't have that strong belief. They, yeah. they may not have never experienced that. I know I got some good buddies that are Jehovah's Witnesses. Their belief is not everybody has been in the world and on earth today has been introduced to God. That's what their belief is. Okay. I, I, uh, I've attended a lot of their meetings. I'm not a, I'm not a Jehovah's Witness, but I attend a lot of their meetings and my good best friend is Jehovah's Witness. We talk a lot. Mm. See, I grew up Baptist. Mm. And, and if we Do you use, mind if I record this by any chance? No. Okay, thank you. If, if, we, if we use God as an example today, I think that you get that from where it was introduced to you. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying some people hasn't been introduced, some yeah. people have. 
So let me ask you, is, is the whole reason why you think the God exists is because you were taught it? I think so. Hmm. I think so. There's, I don't think there's any one event or thing mm -hmm. that, that could draw me to that conclusion other than my beliefs that was instilled in me mm. and, and my education that I have. This is my wife, Barbara. Howdy, I'm Anthony. Anthony. He's doing Pleasure little, to meet you. We're just doing a little talking. Yeah, I have um, this hobby. It's five minutes, and we pick a belief, We and I ask questions to see how you can be so sure. And the belief that we're picking here with James is, well, I think, is, yeah. is the, it, well, the, why do you think a God exists? And I think what you're saying is that uh, it was taught to you as a kid. Yeah. And let me ask you this. If it wasn't taught to you as a kid, would you be believing in it today? Not sure, because I don't know if my life would direction would be changed mm -hmm. because I don't have that belief or it wasn't instilled in me. You see what I'm saying? Yep. If I never was introduced that there was a God, mm -hmm. I may not ever believe that there is a God. That doesn't mean, of course, there's people in the world that don't believe and then there's people in the world that do believe. But if I wasn't introduced to God, maybe throughout my life, I would never have that belief. But yeah. once you introduce something to you and you know, God has this, let me say God because the belief I have, mm -hmm. he gives you free uh, freedom of choice. You know, you can choose to believe in him or not. Do you have that hypothesis because you were taught about the God in the first place, though? Probably. Probably. Is it possible that you were taught something that's not true and you're believing in it because you were taught it? That's possible. I, I won't deny that. Mm -hmm. I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, I won't deny that. I'm not saying it, it is true or it ain't, but but I think what we've learned in the years growing up, what you're introduced to and what you continue to, okay, so you grew up for 18 years with your parents, most people do, and then after you leave, if you carry that with you and you use that knowledge that you gain and continue on, then your belief stays with you. Mm, but if mm. you've seen anything, you see validates whatever you've validate. thought. Now, right, I've, right. I've seen things in yeah. life through my upbringing that I know that I believe that only God could have done that. Are you arriving at that conclusion, however, because you were actually taught that the God exists in the first place? Probably. Probably, yes. And, on, and I can only say yes is because that's my upbringing and that's my education. That's what I've learned after I left home. Okay, so let me summarize where I think we are because I don't want to hold you up too long. And I have ice water if you want to help yourself. Oh no, I'm good. Okay, do you want one yet? No, no, I, we got water in the okay. truck. We always keep a cooler there. Let me summarize where I think we're at and we can wrap it up if you want or keep going. Okay. You have a belief that a God exists. You recognize that it might be, you recognize that it's probably because you were taught it. Mm -hmm. And then you have other beliefs that you think are true or, or philosophies of life because you hold the God belief, yet you still recognize that if you hadn't been taught those things, your your outlooks might be actually different. Absolutely. How could a person figure out that their belief is really true? A belief that they may have been taught as a kid that's not true. What's the best way to figure out that this belief that you have is really true? Well, well the scriptures tell you, uh, faith is, is part of your belief and you have to just have the faith there's no there's no way to prove it 
that God exists. So, are you using faith to be sure that God exists? To be sure, no. I use faith as as part of my belief. I, I can't be mm -hmm. sure. There, I know I don't think no one on earth can be sure. But the faith that you that you in your beliefs and the faith that you were taught mm -hmm. allows you to draw to those conclusions. And mm -hmm. you just you just mm -hmm. believe in it. It's just like something as simple as the weather. I believe it's hot today. Yeah. How do I believe that? Well, I feel it. So your faith is what you feel in your heart and what how you live your life and things that that dictate your your life. Like I say, brought up from early on yeah. and continuing on into going to to university and studying the Bible and different things. Mm -hmm. it, it just ingrains your belief. Now, if someone there's something wrong. It doesn't make you wrong if you don't have that belief. I will never challenge no one else to believe what I believe because God gives us that freedom to choose. But is that another hypothesis that you have because you were raised to believe all this stuff? No, that's that's just what God. This is your general outlook. Yeah. Uh, outlook. Yeah, he gives you, he gives you freedom. Well, because like sometimes I think someone can say they're a Christian, a Buddhist, or whatever. But then I look at how they're living their life and I'm like, oh, I think you missed the point here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, some of the nicest yeah. people that I've met uh, don't even believe in any right. gods. Oh, and, that, and, and, that's, they, and that's perfectly yeah. fine. Like yeah. my, my cousin, the one I always tell you about, Tim, on Facebook, yeah. lives in Houston. Um, incredibly intelligent. I, I tell you, he's like the alcoholic Sheldon on Big Bang. <laughs> Misses some social cues, but super intelligent. Mm -hmm. Complete atheist. But he'll even he'll have discussions with people on Facebook. And I mean, really, he's never um, disrespectful. He's a great human being. But he'll even say, "Oh, that's cute. I would love to see." It's kind of like fairies, right? And they're like, "No, it's not like fairies, Tim." That's he, fascinating. He equates, you know, we're talking about God, God, but and it's yeah. all the same but, to him. But those beliefs, yeah. thank you, is really in today's society, is uh, if you brought up the way. You won't have some of the problems that's going on in America today and in other countries. Uh, like you say, I can get along with an atheist. I'm not going to beat him down. I'm not going to burn him to the stake. I'll have an intelligent conversation. You might even be an atheist. I don't know. I can have an intelligent conversation with you. Mm -hmm. And and that'll be it. And I can, I can be your friend. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make you any different than me. Just like that's my wife. A lot of people might not agree to that. That's who she is, and I love her to death. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it doesn't matter how you were brought up. It just matters how you treat your fellow man. Yeah. If if you do, if you treat me right, I'm gonna exactly treat you right. If you treat me bad, well, I might treat mm. you bad. That's just me. With specific regards to the claim that a God exists, James, mm -hmm. and your certainty that mm -hmm. it exists because you were raised it, and you mentioned faith. Mm -hmm. Are you of the position that faith is useful for being certain that your God exists, also because you were raised to believe that faith is? Yes, I do. I believe faith. This, this I, all seems to be going back to you being raised that way. It's how you was, how, how, how it was, was introduced to me. If yes. it's possible that this belief is not true, mm -hmm. And you're believing in it because you were raised that way. Mm -hmm. Why would you hold the belief? Because the belief, because I think that the way life you carry yourself and the things that happen in your lifetime and the things you do, 
I think uh, in my beliefs, I think uh, it was because someone's looking after me, you know, someone's guiding me, my conscience, my faith, my scriptures or whatever, you know, something's guiding me to do the right things, to, to treat my fellow man correctly, you know, when I can. Uh, I'm not nobody perfect from by safe because I, <laughs> you know, I got some badness in me and, and I have, even though I had those beliefs. But uh, for the most part, I'll believe until I can, until someone can prove it to me differently, I'm going to hold that to that belief until I die, I guess. Interesting, you know, interesting. Uh, There's nothing that would change your mind, even the discovery that you might be believing something that's not true because you were taught it? No, that wouldn't change my mind. Wow. Because I think it's, I think it's just so far in me. And like I say, I'm not, I'm not here talking mm. to you because I'm this great guy. I'm here because we have an intelligent conversation. We can, we can have differences. Yeah. You know, if, if you don't agree. But, That's what I like about this approach is that uh, yeah. it's it's not so contentious because no. typically when people talk about these sensitive su subjects, mm -hmm. they get really irate about it. Well, but, it doesn't have to be contentious. Okay. Differences don't have to be contentious. People make them contentious. Mm. Differences, mm. difference in you, difference in mm -hmm. me, difference in my wife. It doesn't have to be contentious, but people make them contentious for their own beliefs. Yeah. Some people might not believe uh, that I should be sitting here talking to you about this conversation, you know. But, you know, that people make things in their own mind. Uh, get, you talk about contention. I tell my wife all the time, I say, when I get pulled, you know, a lot of things going on with cops and shooting people and different things. Mm -hmm. I tell my wife, when I, when, I, if I get, when I get pulled over, you know what my number one job is? To get home at the end of the day. I'm not going to cause no contention for that officer. <laughs> I'm not going to cause no problems for me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it. So therefore, we, that just to round this out and close it out, sure. people can have differences. I got differences in from my wife. Mm. I got differences from you. Don't mm. know what they are yet, because, but I'm sure there's some things different. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't have to be contentious. It really don't. Yeah. You just had to. You just got to want to care for your fellow man. You know, I see. Her, I come up here. I saw you here. They didn't know what you was doing. I just was kind of curious. I saw you when I entered, and yeah, saw you I saw, when I, I saw came you both, out. I saw you both come in too. So I said, "Man, let me see what he's mm -hmm, up to. Maybe mm -hmm. he got something good to say. I don't know." But people, my wife, she tells me all the time. People, people like talking to me. I don't know why. And they like. You are a pretty affable kind of guy, I have to say. You know, people yeah. like talking to me, and, and old ladies like touching oh my me. Goodness. <laughs> On this trail? No, I mean, no, no. It just okay, okay. H E B, the any, church. If, if <laughs> That's interesting. Above, they'll say something and then they go like this. They're all touchy-feely. Yeah. There's a I, the reason I ask is because there's a lady on the trail. I haven't seen her in a while. I hope she's okay. Yeah. Old lady, and every time she walks by, she it's just hands all over me. She's yeah. just touching me all everywhere. <laughs> uh, but she's the sweetest lady. Yeah. No, I, Can I ask you one more question? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You mentioned that you have this belief. You recognize that you were taught it. It might not be true, but you're going to hold it, and there's mm -hmm. nothing that's going to change your mind. I don't foresee anything. Okay. Do you think that that's a wise outlook for people in general to be so certain that what they were taught is true and be unwilling to change it? Well, it, it goes back to uh, your personal beliefs, uh, your personal strengths, I guess. Uh, I'm not saying it'll never change. I say I'm not changing yet. But if I see something or something 
tells me different or Life something. altering or something. I mean, what if you, something what, dramatic would have to change my mind about yeah. how I feel now. I wonder if this, is, this would be dramatic enough. Let's say somebody else walked by and they were a Hindu. Mm-hmm. And they pray to Vishnu, and they sacrifice. What they, they do all sorts of chants and stuff. I'm sure we would agree they have a right to believe that. Mm-hmm. If that person was believing in it, in something that is not true, would you want them to have a way to figure it out? No, because like I say, I told you earlier, my, I got a good buddy as Jehovah's Witness, and I've I've talked to him, and we've we've studied scriptures, and we've done things. But there's nothing that's going to change my mind to make me go that way. Let's say that this but, guy, excuse me, wait. let's say that this guy elaborates and says, not only do I pray to Vishnu, mm-hmm. but it's my deeply held belief. I actually know my God exists. And one of the things he tells me is that interracial relationships are wrong. Mm-hmm. And we should stone people who do that. <laughs> now, I don't think people, I'm using the extreme, I'm touching you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's a touchable guy. Yeah. I know that's an extreme position, but yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to I understand what you're I'm saying. trying to pick something to to really shine a light on your position that seems like you're saying is that I'm okay with people believing things that are not true. To answer your question, he would have to do it directly to me. You would wait until he's harming you personally. Not, not harming me. I mean, till till I can see that he's he's harming me or others in his belief. Let's say he said he's actually done this three times. Oh man, you know, I, I'd, have a, I'd have a serious problem with him. With him. Now that was an extreme, belief. This, yeah. was, this was an extreme example. Yeah, I understand. But in light of this discussion, mm-hmm. we're kind of scouting out your belief here a little bit. Do you think it's wise generally for people to be fast on a belief and unwilling to change their position for any reason whatsoever? Not for any reason. If someone's gonna sorry, that was a clumsy question. If someone's gonna change their belief, it might be something very significant that would cause them to make a change. Like, like the example you gave. Hmm. I I believe he has a right to light his incense or do whatever he wants to do. Hmm. I don't think he has a right to stone nobody. You know, and, draw and some def- lines. We gotta draw some lines somewhere, and right? Definitely, not, <laughs> ain't gonna be no stone in here. I stone back. <laughs> so that's just me. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Uh huh. But I understand what you're saying. Though. Have you ever I, thought about what it would take to change your mind? That no, to... but you're going to have me thinking about it, I'm sure, by the end of the day. I'm, I'm, I'm... I also think it's growth, just like if you look at whatever the religion is, you know, with Christianity, with little kids, God is kind of like Santa Claus. They pray for things they want. They, you know what I mean? Mm. It's well, not. No and Santa then Claus as you, in my neighborhood, no. so. Well, stop. And then as you grow up, though, I mean, so your beliefs do change and they alter as you grow. So. But, but Anthony. I guess fundamentally what I'm interested in is, are the beliefs... away completely. Well, no, but are the beliefs that we're holding really true? Are they real? If it could be explained, you wouldn't have no, we need faith. You're using faith to yeah. be certain your belief is real. Yes. If, if it could be explained, there wouldn't be no need for faith. If that guy who believes in Vishnu mm-hmm. and has strong feelings on interracial relationships faith, yeah. and he's using faith to be sure his God exists, would he be justified in that position? No. Not if he's going to stone people. He can believe what he wants to believe. I give everybody that freedom. But not freedom to, to attack someone or violently hurt somebody. Yet he thinks faith is a reliable way to conclude that these things are true. He's probably wrong. 
just like maybe you think I'm wrong, but that's okay. I try to really keep my views out of it, honestly. I hey, hey, I held you up far hey, too man, long. I'm stretch a little bit. Go stretch, and, man. And then uh, we got to go. All right, nice talking to hey, you. Good talk to you. Thank man. you. And let me give you a card before you go. Man, you need to write that thesis, man. You need to get that PhD. I need to write that thesis. That's right. I should. I've actually been thinking about it. I've been doing this for about five years. Mm -hmm. Here's my card. It's always enjoyable when people reach out to me later. And I, sometimes I, I get emails from people. Your name's not on here. No, well, it's on my email there. Oh. oh, did I put it there? No. Oh, my name's Anthony. Did I not give you my name? I got your name. Okay. I, yeah, just email, Google you. Email me. Do Anthony Street Epistemology. Okay. Yeah. Where was I going with that? I was talking about something. Your thesis that you enjoy talking to people. I do, yeah. Even years later, it, that's right. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, I've been. I got a message from a guy a year and a half after I talked to him. Mm -hmm. Kind of similar conversation. Faith was a topic. Yeah. And it usually comes down to faith. Yeah. And I've literally had conversations with Vishnu, with people who believe in Vishnu, mm -hmm. and people who believe in Allah. And I've talked to a guy who thinks that there's a ghost squeaking his cabinet door because he's using faith. And it always makes me wonder, can faith be reliable to arrive at truths, to arrive at conclusions, if anyone can use it for any yeah. belief? Are you, are you, what you saying? Well, see, that's where I look at. In most religions, to me, there's only a few key points that I would call truths, like the universal truths. And you can find those in almost any religion. And then there's all this extra stuff that not, I don't think necessarily came from higher being or universal mm -hmm. anything it's just nothing will make me happier okay i'll be watching for it yeah hit me up I, i'd really like to find out if there's a better way to conclude that this god exists other than the reasons that you gave me mm -hmm. do you find that the reasons that you've explained to me very great know, you know, very that's well good, that's a good question for my buddy that's a good question for him. Why? Why? Because he's he's so strong in his beliefs. Mm. You know, my buddy Gilbert, he's so strong in his belief. I'm asking, hey, Gilbert, is there, how sure are you? How, you know, and I'm going to see what his question, I think his answer is going to be similar to what I just gave you, but I'm going to ask him. You know, I think it would be really cool is if you were to learn about street epistemology, watch a couple of my videos, mm -hmm. and then engage with your you friend. You got videos on that website? Yeah, okay. yeah. If you, if you email me, I'll send you the link to my channel. Okay. And uh, you can check them out. All right. Thank you so much. Anthony, really, nice really you, enjoyed it. Nice Lovely you. talk. Thank you. Bye. You got me thinking now. I got, good thing I don't have to go to work today. I'm going to be thinking about this all day. What a lovely talk with James and his wife, Barbara. There were a couple points in the conversation where we got a little bit off track. That seems to be kind of typical, but I steered it back to how he could be sure that his belief is true. He had such a laissez-faire response to admitting that he likely believes in all of this stuff because he was taught it, and he acknowledged that not everything that you're taught is true. And he seemed to miss it, which is why I circled back to it at least three times. And then his wife came up and joined the conversation, which only added to my delight. I was able to leverage the interracial relationship and use an extreme example of the person who's concluding that a completely different God exists because he was raised that way and because he's using faith. 
Even though James seems like a very affable person, it did seem like stubbornness was an underlying theme of this discussion. I'll have to look at the video again, but it seemed like at a couple of key moments, his wife Barbara glanced up at him. And it did make me wonder at the time if that is a character trait that she notices in her husband. It's kind of funny because they were talking about how people like to touch James, and I really wasn't planning on it, but I reached out and touched his shoulder. I don't know why I did that. I do think it's helpful if it's socially acceptable to reach out and touch a person like that, but you have to make sure that you've built some rapport first. All in all, a great talk, very friendly guy. I've been out here all morning and I ran out of cards in my pocket, which I guess is a good problem to have. I had to go to my bag and dig some more out. The fact that he wants to learn more about my content is exciting, and nothing makes me happier than someone who has enjoyed the talk, wants to look into it further, and possibly even use it with a friend of theirs. How does it get better than that? Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos. 